terms and conditions are meant to be taken seriously. Welcome to episode 53 of Get Spoiled. My name is Samantha Herman, joined as always by my co-hosts Jeremy Knight and Chris Wilson, and today we'll be spoiling the feature film, Love Guaranteed. Was the movie Love Guaranteed, Buckwild? It kind of. I mean, I put together. I actually took a few notes last night just because I was watching at home and I had the lights on, so I wrote down a few things in order. I feel very confident today. But as I was putting together my complete thorough notes this morning, I felt like uh, the legal case of it all is bananas. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to enjoy this part of the whole discussion. Yeah. Um, maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves a little. I um, Can we talk about the poster of this movie? Because I think it might be the most phoned-in poster for film ever made. Yes, I. please go ahead. It struck me as well. I, I mean, I'm not even... I don't actually know what I can say about this poster. I just need to have said that. Love, love comma, guaranteed. You can say what you want about the title, I guess, if you know the context and the story and stuff. I mean, I did watch the trailer, or at least I should, uh, I, I think I misspoke. I watched 62% of the trailer. <laughs> um, and then I ceased watching the trailer. Um, but so I know what it's about. So the title sort of makes sense and it's like fine or whatever. But uh, the poster, it looks like it looks like it was done by an AI. Um. I was looking forward to this film. I enjoyed it. I don't understand how I didn't write it in my sleep because I yeah. may as well have. Truly, yeah. It um, certainly, certainly yeah. made me think of of your your work and <laughs> and uh, and your life watching this trail. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but I think the important part of that statement is also the in your sleep part. Let's really try the case here, and it was I'm going to really be open. I'm going to really, really be open. Try to be like a, a member of the jury. I don't know if this trial goes to jury, but um, and, uh, Chris and I could be jurors and really think about like who's right, legally speaking. Yeah. I'm interested in your thoughts. Damon Wayans v. Some, I guess, the company that makes the app, Love Guaranteed. Yeah, you can that, call that, that be... Heather Graham. Uh, yes, Wayans Jr. v. Graham. Yeah. <laughs> v. Graham, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and also, I, I, have... sorry, I just wanted to say one thing about the poster too, Chris, now that I've been staring mm -hmm. at it so long and hearing your thoughts, uh, which I totally agree with. And it's, it's the most phoned in poster ever. It looks now, like stock photography. And like, why do we have to see everyone's face twice? Like here's it's two Cook. times two faces. Here's her face again. Here's Damon Wayans. Here's his face again. Now that I say it all out loud and I keep looking at it, I think what they were going for was they were trying to simulate the dating app. So the Profile top picks. Yeah. So it's as if, Hey, she sees his face on her phone and he sees hers on his phone, but then their faces are together faces. It's like I, they're I on one that. phone. Yeah, well, I was interpreting it as, one you know, phone. we are our own persons, but then Lerv brings us together. I mean... It's, a, it's too complicated an idea. I don't follow. 
Okay. Like, you will by the end I of the mean, recap, though. You guys are right, but that doesn't make this a good poster. <laughs> Not at all. What's what's Rachel Lee Cook been up to? Hallmark. Mm. Hallmark. See, I didn't even really know that. I didn't know that either. But I, back, How, why you would know, you? back in her heyday, back in the She's All That days, she was like, I feel like, uh, the thinking man's uh, teen movie crush. You know, like she was like, she well, seemed a little different. Glasses. Easy. And she was a bit mysterious. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I had a thing for her, and now she seems so wholesome, and it's weirding me out. She's like a wholesome romance movie mom. Um, this is uh, I, I agree. And it's weirding I think, me um, out. But she was like never it. not wholesome. She didn't. She seemed like she had a bit of a bit of naughtiness to her back then, but maybe that was just me projecting. I think she seemed for smart me, I didn't well. feel the naughtiness. You feel the naughtiness currently? I never felt naughtiness from her. You never felt the naughtiness. Well, hmm. I think Natalie Portman took some of the work that maybe yes. Rachel Lee Cook would have otherwise got. had. Yeah. yeah, because Natalie Portman's just a more talented actor. Um, yeah, and she just but, ended up being bigger. Yeah, she's more. Well, she's just yeah. I'd say much better at acting. But yeah, you know, and there's only so many good roles for women. That's what I mean. Yeah, and I think. I don't know why. Uh, there's another film podcast that uses the idea of market correction. I feel like Natalie Portman market corrected Rachel Lee Cook a little bit. Wait, but tiebreak. Did you feel naughtiness from her at any point, past or present? Naughtiness. No, I didn't, actually. I thought she she's super pretty. She's, like, one of the most attractive women, uh, definitely. Uh, so big crush. But, like, I actually didn't find her very sexual. Or I, I, no, I didn't see any naughtiness. I, I found her very wholesome. So then Chris, she has this, this is like, all on She yeah. has this like smirky look no all the time. You I know the smirky, the, the smirky look like I know something you don't know kind of look? You're right, she did, but more in like the way the smart college kid does than a bad girl. I agree. I think you just saw her chest and did what you wanted with it in your mind. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly, that was the whole equation. <laughs> Whereas like Brittany Murphy. That's why I said she was the the thinking man's uh, romantic <laughs> film crush from the nineties because of she the is. chest area. <laughs> the chest. Yeah, I, th- I feel like someone like Brittany Murphy was someone who like would often play wholesome roles, but even in wholesome roles, you were like, "Oh, this girl parties." Like, <laughs> yeah, sure. Parties. But that was way more obvious. <laughs> I know, I'm but just, I'm talking subtlety here. Yeah, that's not the greatest example, but I just got none of that quality from Rachel. That's Lee fair. Cook. That's fair. Well. She's uh, I'm I'm I wish her nothing but the best. Her success is uh, a testament to her talent and perseverance. Well, yeah, she's and... mid divorce right now. So available well, from who? Um, yeah, who a fellow so... actor. You might remember him from such things as the Vampire Diaries. Um, guy, which guy? The main guy? No, like, no, you wouldn't. He was on one of the spinoffs. He was a more bad remember vampire. Remember the bad vampire on the Vampire Diaries spinoff, Jeremy? <laughs> was Vampire Diaries? That? Was that Ian Summerholder? <laughs> yes, it was. He, but that's not the ex-husband. But yes. What do you think the greatest Canadian television show is of all time? Oh, that's actually that's actually any easy. category. Yeah, that's too easy, and the answer is Kids in the Hall. So that's a dumb question. I never watched that, Kids in the mm-hmm. Hall, so that's not for me. I didn't like not watch it out of hate. I just okay. didn't watch it. So let's put that aside because it's the answer, and then and you've never seen it. So then, outside of that, and no, yeah, no nonfiction. So no has to be fictional, no David Suzuki shit. 
Fuck that anyway. Um, okay, so it's either. Watch Cam. Hey, it, I mean, here's a hot take. Fuck David Suzuki. <laughs> My answer is catwalk. <laughs> That's not an answer. It's my answer. <laughs> Challenge How much? Me. <laughs> That's the funniest answer. I can't come back on that. <laughs> I'm just thinking about their opening credits <laughs> and that that guy that never wore a shirt and he's just dancing so hard. His name the was Atlas. Wore, like, Atlas. <laughs> he had a shirt. They were just like those muscly muscle builder, like uh, you know, it's just like some string basically. <laughs> And didn't he have a top knot dreadlock thing going on? He had different locks. He would do different things. Um, I'm going to go with. Um, Catwalk. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, hmm, The Friendly Giant. <laughs> that's such a good show. That's such a good show. Such a good show. Yeah, that's good. I'm going to go with uh, this primetime drama called traitors i was, was thinking about cut... traitors <laughs> but the cutthroat world of bay street oh yeah wasn't uh, street, uh, uh, um, uh that one famous kind of famous canadian actress in it sophia sonia smith yeah uh who yeah. sophia who sonia smith sonia, with a sonia J. smith yeah sonia that's smith. right yeah I, yeah. I, d- I dabbled in traitors believe that it awesome. actually i'm changing my answers to answer to sliders <laughs> <laughs> that count is canadian show it was a Canadian Fox. show, bro. It's a Fox. Mm, wasn't they it a production our, though? Maybe, but they extracted our resources. Yeah, it's as usual. Homebound. Danger Bay. Buying, well, danger. Ooh, so yeah, Danger Bay. <laughs> uh, wasn't the raccoons Canadian? I love the raccoons. I love it's the raccoons. so mediocre and weird and French. It's so good. Cedric Sneer. So good. Yeah. <laughs> I found so, the theme song and theme sequence a little bit scary when I was really little. <laughs> I loved it. I loved that theme. I would play it like in my home. Did you? Hear. Yeah. Yeah, you played it like in your home. Outside of audio only. I would experience that theme song audio only, not as an intro to the show. You know what I mean? Did you have okay. a tape? How did you source it? I think I had a tape, yes. Lovely. I really enjoyed Telefrancais. Mm-hmm. Telefrancais is excellent, and I'm not that's a great, that's a great answer. Bonjour, hello, salut. <laughs> the Anna so good. David Suzuki, well, science, not my cup of tea. Fair enough. Uh, never right. was, never but will roman- be. Romance is your gar- is your guarantee. Love, love guaranteed is your cup of yeah, tea. Yeah, that's my teapot of tea. This is a yes. almost too simple of an idea for a movie. It's almost as if it was missing one more plot element there's not a lot for me to tell you right like it seems i don't know like it was missing a thing but that's just from the trailer it yeah it's very uh it's pretty simple and even within what they had they didn't really go for it interesting interesting i couldn't tell what's are we in a particular city is is this new york they're hard workers but we're in seattle opposite coast Seattle. Seattle. Nice. I feel like that's a good uh, location for a romantic film. I agree. Sleepless Inn, of course. What's 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 David Wayne Jr. been up to these days? He was on Where... New Girl for a, for a spell. Mm-hmm. He was in Super Troopers too. He could do more. I'm rooting for him too. He could he could get into the Marvel world, or he could you know he could lead something. 
Yeah, and I think there's still time. He still looks good. Present your case. Counselor. We start off with Rachel Lee Cook uh, conducting a closing statement very passionately um, for a civil case. Then we realize soon after that she's actually practicing in the basement bathroom mirror of the courthouse. Oh, Oh, does that that mean she lacks a certain amount of confidence? I mean, that's what that told me, but that doesn't Mm. seem to actually unfold. She seems very confident. So she's not uh, not all sweaty in the in the mirror like Eminem f- vomit on her sweaty or already mom spaghetti and all no, that. No, she seems just to be revving her. And then the bailiff comes out of the stall and says, "You're on a real roll, but I've got to get to court." And I like your second version. All right, so she she just is. This is part of her ritual. She plays to win, and before she goes to trial, it sounds like she just. It's not in a nervous mom spaghetti way. It's just I run through my shit down in the bathroom. Pre-trial. Yeah, That's my exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah. Rehearsing and just getting it right. Getting it right and tight. She's like a professional athlete. Yeah. yeah. This is her pre-game ritual. So then we see her doing the actual case and doing her presentation as practiced. And the bailiff that complimented her is a bailiff in this trial and gives her a thumbs up, which I thought was probably not okay, but, you know, so what? Legal, you mean legally, probably. Yeah, she probably can't show preference, even though she's not deciding. Yeah, that's probably a conflict of interest. She's I, not, she is an officer of the court, and that comes yeah. with certain responsibilities. I agree. Would it be fair if she gave, if the bailiff gave thumbs up to both attorneys? Just thumbs <laughs> it was very generous and equitable with the thumbs ups. I think it would be very nice. Yeah. Uh, and okay, she might they, we don't because we don't might. see that part. Yeah, we don't see okay. the other side's presentation. Um, so the case is an older man. I have no idea what his name is. You want to pick one? He's He's in this film a little bit. Rodrigo. We're going to call him Rodrigo. Fine, Rodrigo. He was clipped by a city bus while he was on a scooter, and the city is pumping money into the case as a preventative way, you know, making it prohibitive for him to continue his claim. Uh, But nevertheless, Rachel E. Cook took it on pro bono. They win a settlement, and she doesn't charge the guy at all. And he says, I won't forget you. I'll pay you back somehow. So she's uh, she's like a, a bit of a fat cat if she's taking on pro bono work, right? Uh, no, she is bad at business. Bad at business, okay. Her she business, feels too much. Yeah. yeah. She feels too much. She's a justice warrior. Mm. So she drives back into the city of Seattle with Tiffany, I think we're alone now, blasting. That will recur. Uh, I'm gonna so look is up... she's sassy? No, she's... No, she's basically... Lainey Boggs grown up. Perfect. So she goes to her office. Um, somehow she has two employees. They don't seem to do too many different tasks. There's a female <clears throat> blonde woman with glasses, kind of like a slightly less nerdy Ghostbusters Annie Potts vibe. Ooh, okay. And, and what's uh, her name? What are we going to call uh, her? I think her name is Denise. Denise, and yes. And Perfect. she seems to be a little bit more paralegal than the other guy who's more accounting right. and they both double team the like admin stuff. His name is Roberto. He is mustachioed, more flamboyant gay. Not to be confused with Rodrigo, <laughs> the um, defendant. 
I guess he was the plaintiff. Plaintiff. The plaintiff. The plaintiff. Yes. Yeah. The older gentleman. Yeah. Correct. In the scooter v. Bus case. <laughs> yeah. The Lanny Boggs one. Yeah. And All right. So, so we got Denise and Roberto uh, supporting the office. Is, is the does her practice have a name? Is it Lanny Boggs Esquire? Yeah. Her name is Susan. Yeah, it's Susan Whitaker and Associates, but there aren't other lawyers. It's just her and these two staff members. Somehow she can afford them, even though she seems to have no revenue. And that is signified by the water cooler being taken away. And Roberto, the accountant, is like, yeah, well, we crunched numbers, and now pro bono means tap water. Yeah. Yep. He's okay. He's watching the books. He's <laughs> keeping the lights on. Yeah. Every yeah. office needs a Roberto, especially when you got a Susan just, you know, doing everything exactly. for free left and right. Yep. Yeah. She has He's no business, savvy. business. No yep. business and he, savvy. All right. And he needed to make that decision. He didn't even run it up the chain. He was like, I don't even have time. Susan's so doing so much pro bono work. She doesn't even have time to think about a water cooler. I'm making the call. It's gone. <laughs> Boom. I like him. He's decisive. <laughs> we'll keep an eye on him. I like him too. So, yeah, they're pretty much broke at the rate they're going. And then she goes home. She lives in adjoining townhouses with her pregnant sister and brother-in-law. And the sister invites her over for dinner. And she says, that would be great, but I've got too much work to do tonight. But I'll be there for game night on Friday. So they both go into their respective homes. And as the sister and husband and kid, so she's pregnant with kid number two, Um, The three of them have a boisterous evening. We see Rachel Lee Cook staring wistfully out her window as the rain falls upon Seattle. Mm, Mm. As it often does. Uh, A lot like uh, many evenings in the Crane household. (laughs) Staring out the window (laughs) into the rain. um, Awash in one's thoughts about love and the lack thereof. Yeah, like the stare... The wistful stare was held on for a good 30 seconds. <laughs> I love this movie. Um, did we get any, did we learn anything about the sister uh, character? Is she different from Rachel Lee in any particular ways? Do we, any character stuff there? Um, what she, the nature of the relationship is? she older and? She's older. We don't really learn anything about her job. She seems to have like a pretty fun filled demeanor and she's got the, you know, complete family life. That is the only thing they really contrasted. Okay. So she's just a point of comparison. She's got the dream going, the yes. family. Yeah. Right, right. What could be if only love were yeah, and guaranteed? Her husband is like very supportive. We learn later that he owns the both houses together and gives Rachel Lee a really good deal on rent. So the close uh, family unit. That uh, is uh that is mighty big of him. Indeed. That really is, yeah. Huh. I'm a fan. But we don't know why he has money. It doesn't matter. No, but we don't the learn much about The point is that he's using it for, for the good of humanity. Indeed. Yes. And, it, and subtextually it reinforces, look what family can be. Look at the, look at the things that family allows. It's so beautiful. So on her morning coffee run, the beginning of another work day, she, Rachel Lee stops at a coffee truck and she's on the phone with another client and she keeps moving kind of back and forth across the window of the coffee truck doing, you know, her sugar and stuff. Uh, and she's in the way of the patron behind her, oblivious to him, as he tries to dart in the Ugh. open portion of the window. And, you know, she keeps interfering. And, of course, that I man is Damon Hans Jr. Uh, 
right now, and I'm sure it'll change, but right now, I hate Rachel Lee Cook. <laughs> I hate when people do that. Now, does Damon hate her, or is he jovial about it? He's annoyed. She turns around and apologizes. She's like, oh, I didn't realize you were there. And he's a bit... Did you think, did you think you'd be the last person that would ever need sugar or milk in their coffee ever? Did you think you were the last patron of this coffee truck <laughs> to ever be? Or did it occur to you there may be someone behind you who's done the same thing you did, which I'm, was purchase coffee? I'm feeling a rawness. I feel like this is um, something you've experienced. Uh, it just speaks to, like... When people think they're the only person in the world, you know? It's a good thing that you're not a judge on any of her cases, because I feel like you'd now have a bias. <sighs> she can, again, I said, just for the moment, she can win me back. This yeah. isn't, this doesn't damn you for life. This isn't like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty New Testament. I can forgive, but. Right God, now you'd have to recuse, it. though. You'd have to, rec- if you saw her this day, you'd have to recuse. Fair. At this time, uh. Chris has the floor. I, I recuse myself from any more judgments. <laughs> and under reasons to recuse, it would be like the the sugar and the milk. <laughs> she acts like she was the only one in the whole fucking coffee store. <laughs> you just write, are you kidding me? Question mark, exclamation mark. Well, Kevin uh, Wayans Jr. is a bit fresh with her, um, but he starts kind of walking in tandem with her. And I found it a little bit creepy, if I'm being totally honest. And she thinks it's weird. Um, he's like, yeah, it's better to have company than not, right? She is a little bit startled by that. <sighs> and then, so then I started hating him a little bit. And then they realize, and we realize, that they're heading to the exact same place. And that he is her morning appointment. That's fun. <laughs> so so fun. they both got their coffee, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He That's has good. It. So they go inside, and it's a little bit awkward because her employees, Denise and Roberto, are very weird about him being handsome. It was all very inappropriate. Also, So they go into her office of the meeting, and he explains that he wants to sue the Love Guaranteed app because he did not find love. And she, <clears throat> at first, balks and says, you're just a classic money grubber. This seems like an easy thing to make a claim for a cash grab. Like, that's absurd. And he says, no, I'm 100% serious. I've gone on 986 different dates, different women, with no results. And the fine print says, the fine print in the app says that love is guaranteed after a thousand dates. And he's like, they just figured no one would actually, like, bother getting to that point. But, you know, I'm on the home stretch. (laughs) This is guy sounds like you, Jeremy. It's yeah. like you. It's as if you were in this movie. Yeah, it's great. This is great. I love this guy. But I'm recused. <laughs> now I'm doubly recused. I hate Rachel Lee and I love Wayne's. Um, I also love that there is fine print and that the company wrote in the fine print the number of dates yeah. by which it is guaranteed. That's so great. It's insane, though. We could probably... Could probably go to and talk to them about maybe choosing new legal counsel on their end. <laughs> yeah. well, I would have been like, "Hey guys, you don't have to write anything. Just don't, don't set any number. Yeah, don't. Just, put no, we're that. called love guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, that's it's okay. That's a lie. It's like when Estee Lauder calls their makeup like deager. It's a wild lie. That's okay. <laughs> it's what we do. We lie. We sell lies. Yeah, it's, it's just a whimsical name. But when you put in the fine print unnecessarily, <laughs> you're really promising something here. That's so funny. A thousand. And he's like, mm, a thousand. And also he's he's preparing 
like he's he's working ahead, right? Like he's been on 980. He's got 14 dates left before he can drop the hammer on date 1000. Like on the day, he calls up Rachel Lee Cook and is like, all right, it's done. Yeah, but that's Still why it's no crazy. Results. So first of all, they file, spoiler ahead, she takes the case, but I'll get to that in a second. They file before he gets to the 1000, which is insane. And also... She wonders, well, how seriously did you take the dates if you're just kind of going by the numbers? And, like, how did you even achieve that in two years or less than two years? And he says, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Hmm. One hour pop. I have my go-to places. They're all nice and classy. He names them. She's like, oh, those are nice places. I, I was wrong about you. And I pay every time. And I, I'm trying. Like, I want to meet someone. I feel so, like that's not true. You can't, you know, three one-hour dates in a day? Come on. Right, right. That's oversaturation. Yeah, like, yeah, and does it ever address, Did were they all one-and-dones? Did he never meet somebody that he even wanted to date a second time? I believe so. There's no one referenced or who appears that he had a second date with. He seems like kind of a dick then. Yeah. You can't get a second, you can't, like, make yourself have a second date with 986 different women (laughs) in the city of Seattle. And how picky are you? Are you just swiping on anyone just to get a number? Or are you really trying to see if it's a good match? Sorry, can, can we just clear this up? Is the app actually called Love Guaranteed? Yes. All right. If I can go back to the fine print. Oh, can you ever? Please. <clears throat> what did it say again? Love will be guaranteed if you go on a thousand dates. Or like we guarantee it if you go within a thousand yeah, dates. Or a thousand plus. Now a date is an event. It it doesn't state that that needs to be with a thousand different people. I guess it does in its own way. We don't actually read the fine print ourselves. It's just referenced. What if you went on Love guaranteed. Met your partner, uh, as I've done. Uh, I've met my soulmate through a through an app such as this. But what if you did that, and then you went on a thousand dates with that one person, and then you guys split up? Then I guess you'd be uh, in Damon Wayans Junior's league of <laughs> suing this app. I think it and, means well, then I you think would have had to keep to a, receipts for every a... date that you went on with your significant other for a period of years. Here are all the receipts. Right. We went out for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Also, we lived together. Yeah, that counts as a date, at least one. Yeah, every day waking up together, that's a date. I wish I had date. seen documentation on the fine print myself, but I, I feel like it was suggesting you have to try a thousand different people to achieve our guarantee. Yeah, okay, and I'm I'm willing to accept that that was what the meaning of the words were, but technically I was just thinking, because then Lainey Boggs could open this up to a class action, because that would involve, like, everybody who's ever had a long-term relationship that ended, you know? Sequel. But maybe she had Denise. Sequel. She probably had Denise do the paralegal work on that, and just, you know, it was I feel like with. Roberto might have that in the back of his head, and he's waiting <laughs> for the right time to mention it. Yeah. Roberto's always looking for that edge. Because he knows he's he's looking at their finances and he's thinking, if we can get a class action going, this is going to pay a lot of the bills. I want that water cooler back and I'm going to get it back. (laughs) Spoiler alert, he does get it back. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Roberto. But, by the way, there's more fine print later that's even crazier. So stay stay tuned. 
great. I love it. I love this case already. <laughs> this case is insane. So good um, thing you she... recused yourself because you're not very neutral on this as a juror. <laughs> Rachel Lee says, I'll consider of the case. Let me do a bit of research. And he says, okay, well, in the meantime, here's a retainer check. He just writes out a check for some amount. We don't see it. And she doesn't speak of it and hands it to her. But when she looks at it, her eyes bulge. So it's a significant amount. So this guy is just going on three dates a day, spending, paying for every date, dropping retainer checks. Does he have a job? Um, I'll get to all that. It has yet to be revealed. Can you go give me a yes or no? He sort of has a job and has, there's a reason why he has money. So where were we? Oh yeah, so the case is insane. She discusses with her staff that they really do need the money and she's done a bit of research and thinks maybe there is potential to file this claim and the app is owned by a goop-like Gwyneth Paltrow figure tycoon. So they've got buckets of money, but also she realizes they'll be lawyered up to the gills. So it'll be a David and Goliath situation. And, um... That's kind of her thing. She starts giving a passionate speech about the little guy, and Roberto says, if you're going to do one of these things again, can I go to the restroom first? So then she calls Wayne's and says, I accept, I'll take the case, and I guess presumably she files for it. We don't see any of that, and again, he has not reached his 1,000 milestones, so it's insane. Um, But she does file. Is that brought up? Is that addressed at all, the fact that he's so specifically not at 1,000? No, he gets to 1,000 shortly after this because he's still doing his thing um but it's not like oh we filed too soon that that's okay it's not addressed it's just addressed by you watching this being like wait a minute i mean it's practically evidence that he's determined not to find love before a thousand correct exactly yeah i I had problems with his case i'll just leave it at that it's bad for now yeah it's a bad faith yeah yeah so then the staff learns, Denise and Roberto learn that she, Richelie Cook, has never used a dating app, and uh, they encourage her to try it. She says, I have no time for that. I have to do work. And they say, this is work. How are you going to compete against something you don't understand? Which I agreed with. That's fair. I agree. I mean, you've got to have used it. Th- How are you going to argue for the th- fact that this thing failed you if you've never used it? You don't know what it is. Reasonable. I, yeah, I kind of thought maybe they should have signed her up for a different app because uh, she's suing this one now. I don't know. Yeah. I have mixed feelings about that. But anyway, they signed her up for Love Guaranteed. She says, just make me sound okay. Don't make, don't make me sound crazy. And by the way, what picture are you going to use? Like once they decide to go forward with it, then she cares what her profile is going to be. Classic. Mm. The, Classic, yeah. Um, they only have professional looks of her that they find off the bat, you know, corporate headshots and such. But then they find a picture mm-hmm. of her from a recent birthday party where she's wasted and looking like a grand old time, like not at all how she behaves in reality. And they use that photo. And do they, do they use it because they think it's funny or do they use it because they think it, it really genuinely is a good one for her to use? They think that's what's going to yield because they go through a few where Denise is like, oh, she looks nice in that one. She looks very uh, dominant because it's one of her corporate pictures. And Roberto's <laughs> like, oh, I don't think men are going to like that. Which exactly. was men true. don't like dominant women. True, men, but like men. upsetting. Not always true. Roberto, you're your gender, your gender stereotyping your own gender. And that's it's true. But as he tells us, he locked it in with his husband two weeks in after their first internet date because he's like, it's a jungle out there. 
Ah, okay. Is Denise uh, single or attached? Single. But we don't learn much about it. And do we learn anything about how Love Guaranteed works? Is it Tindery? What are we dealing? What's what's the uh, what's the user interface here? We do not. We see a bit of their respective profiles, but we do not see how it functions. And That's sorry, true. what does it cost to join Love Guaranteed? Um, I do have an answer for that: twenty nine ninety five per month. Whoa! Per month. So he's been Whoa. he's been on this he's been on this jam for a few years now. Two years, yeah. So he's not in this for very much cash. I guess a lot of time and dates are expensive. And I'm assuming he has receipts. <laughs> so he's he's in this for a lot of time and probably like, I mean, are they going to refund him the price of eating, going out to dinner, though? I, I don't understand. His, his claim is fraud based. So they want damages, punitive damages, not just reimbursement. Right. Fraud based. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be so it's so it's you start it's basically it's reimbursement on the. 360 times two so that's 720 dollars he needs back for paying for the app it's the cost of all the dates like chris is saying and then somehow you have to cost the mental yeah trauma. emotional trauma mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i get roberto on that he's good with money oh uh, there are some numbers that are brought up later but we don't learn what they first file for what their ask is so like i said okay. the legal proceedings are mental in this um so then wayans <laughs> at their next meeting brings a dossier because like a psychopath he has documented every date and printed off all their profile pictures and like made a notation of what was wrong with them i mean so again this again reinforces this this guy is never intended on this thing working why yeah. would you start something like that yeah i've got a problem with his claim i'd say he was in it to win it but he's sort of in it to lose it mm-hmm. um yeah. Also, that part was in the trailer. It's like probably one of their best bits from the whole movie <laughs> that he kept that dossier and that it's really weird, which it is weird, but for sure. It's super weird. It really moves the plot along. <laughs> yeah, it's mean, a fun movie thing for sure. But it's crazy. I, I'm just a for this guy. He's mental. So he's named them all. Like the one that talked about cats too much, the one that brought her parents. And she says, you're not going to find anyone if all you do is label people like it's a Friends episode, which I did think was humorous. Uh, yeah, it's funny. It is good. Good one, Cook. He you really says, got it. He says, no, I'm serious. I want to meet someone. And by the way, I'm off to my 10 a.m. breakfast. See ya. So he's still doing it. He's still getting to his thousand. I really want to meet someone. I'm off to date number 987. Please <laughs> file the lawsuit already for the 1,000 dates. I really want to meet someone. I hope this person who I meet in 10 minutes is going to be the one. But also file the lawsuit about the 1,000 dates where it's required for me to hate this person. <laughs> Yep, you, you while get if he came it. Back See you later day. after this, but before my lunch date, which I will also not like, <laughs> but also document thoroughly. <laughs> what a wild twist it would have been if he came back the afternoon. He's like, did you file that lawsuit? Yeah. Uh, unfile it. I'm in love. I'm married. <laughs> I've never been more in love in my life. I'm married. That would have been amazing as a short film. Like, well, 20 minutes deep, movie's over. <laughs> Uh, and then it, and then it turns out powerful. to be Denise. Oh, it's uh, a twist. Uh? I love Denise. Twist. But then the app. And what if you find love outside of the app? They're making that's quite not great part of the guarantee. themselves. Yeah. I, I, that's going to sort of come up. And I feel like you're going to be upset by it. 
Um, but that's <laughs> okay, a ways. That's a ways. Okay, so she gives I, the... That's on day 12. Yeah. <laughs> she gives the stack of dossier information to Denise and says, um, good luck. You've got to hunt down all these women so I can interview them. Um, they're going to be potential witnesses, and I have to do the discovery on them now which is also insane like she's so far ahead of <laughs> what stage like this is barely even filed now she's into discovery already but okay like i need to get the depositions of all these ones so you got to find them also profile i'm assuming only as a first name so good luck hmm. denise does she have a private detective she avails herself of at times nope she just does it she delivers we only meet three of them what are these people going to bear witness to? I wondered. It was just all crazy. But anyway, we intercut. Their intercut... lack of passion. Or, but he was meant to be trying, too. How can they know? Yeah. They could hurt her case. I think she's taking a risk here. I agree. But we intercut between three of those ladies and three of Rachel Lee's own internet dates. So, the fun. one who... Yeah, that was a bit of fun. So, she's... The one who talked about cats says, well, at least he looked like his picture. And she says, they don't always look like their picture. Cut to her date shows up looking 30 years older than his picture. And then he sees her versus her picture, which is fun loving. And he leaves. She's like, seriously, he left. That was also in the trailer shortly before I turned it off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I didn't understand the joke too much. I I understood the part she that his picture doesn't match what he looks like. I got that. But then he looked at the picture and she was like smiling and laughing and drunk. And then, but it wasn't like she looked meaner. Like, why would you? She just looked like a little bit more buttoned up. She looked better. She looked hotter (laughs) in real life than in the picture. And like, it was weird. I was like, why is that guy walking away? Yeah. Yeah. I only date extremely drunk women. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, she's sober. Gotta go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it was weird. So then she meets with the one yeah. who brought her parents, who, by the way, Damon Wayans, and like, yeah, she didn't speak a word, but the dad, he and I talked about baseball for hours. I wish I could have gotten his number. And then she meets with them, the family and the date, who still doesn't say anything. And the dad says, yeah, he was a great guy. I wish I could have gotten his number. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty good. And it, yeah. and at least, that is funny. And they say, at least he wasn't weird. And she says, oh, some of these guys are weird. Cut to her next date, which was a guy on an intermittent fast. And he's like, yeah, I only eat four hours out of the day, 20 hours of the day I fast. And it's fine. That's how cavemen lived. And then he kind of starts falling asleep at the table. So that's his weirdness. Then finally she meets with another one. I don't even remember what her thing was. Um, But they say at least he showed up. And Rachel Lee says, sometimes they don't even show up. Cut to her being stood up. I mean, this is... uh... I have to say, this is this part is pretty good romantic <laughs> comedy writing. Like I feel yeah. like that. I feel like that flowed nicely. I feel like it was uh, went down real smooth. Yeah, that, that part whole was sequence. Yeah, I love it, and it's great, and it kind of simulates the feeling of using these apps themselves because it's just like a cascade of faces and people that you only know for a short time, and this kind of is she also it well. using the same date venue over and over again? Um, no, it looked like it was varied. Okay. Oh, no, I'm wrong. She did go because Roberto said, um, Mr. Yang at the Chinese restaurant is going to give you a good deal. So she she recurs at her place. And the only reason I remember that is because the owner of the Chinese restaurant is in the final trial, like in the audience. 
Spoiler Fantastic. alert, they go to trial. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so what, what's, what are we in right now? Are we, we're in Discovery. This is Discovery? I mean, sure. It's pretty proactive in terms of Discovery goes, I mean, uh, how it goes, right? They would really have gone to various motions and the other side would have asked for it to be canceled because it's a frivolous claim and they would have had to do a motion for that. Um, she would have had to defend. So we don't see any of that. None of that happens. But they would have asked for, they would have done a motion for summary judgment if you want to get technical. A motion for summary judgment. Which is like, this is so stupid, judge. We don't, we shouldn't even proceed. Just cut the core on this off the bat. And then if the judge goes... No, I want to see where this goes. Yeah, then then they go to the next phase. All right. Let's assume that that all, well, no, that actually would have been a really important scene because this <laughs> the premise of this case is insane and that <laughs> that motion would have been the entire trial. <laughs> yep. So I hear you. But uh, I also, I love it. It's bananas. So, meanwhile, Wayne's gets to his 1,000. We don't see it. We just learn of it. And then Rachel Lee goes to his work, which now we're going to learn a little bit about, to have him sign some vague documents. She just shows up with a folder and it's like, I need your signature. He doesn't look at it. He's like, okay. Just signs. And so we Love learn it. that he's a physical therapist um, at a rehab facility. And his patient is Rodrigo, the older man from the original case. And she finally puts it together that he was... The referral, which I thought was so obvious, or at least why didn't you ask? Hey, why did you come to me, Damon Wayans Jr.? Like, how did you learn of me? Never comes up. She's like, oh, finally, now it makes sense. And he says, yeah, I promised you that I would have your back, and this was my way to to refer more business to you. That's okay. not, I mean, she should really be asking every, every person who kind of, like, how did you learn about us? Isn't yeah. that basic business practice? Yeah, or Denise should. Yeah. 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 So she learns that Damon Wayans is a volunteer physical therapist for low income patients such as Rodrigo. And she says, I apologize for judging you. Ah, uh, like a like a Mr. Knightley figure. Misunderstood. <laughs> only for further more noble depths to be revealed. Yep. Uh I still had questions, but there's more to come. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, you wouldn't stop there. You'd be like, "Where do you get all your money?" Though, <laughs> yeah, like I get what you're doing. That's great. How? Yeah. How are you able to do that? She doesn't press on quite yet, um, but seems to be really in. Also, like maybe you make your own hours because how are you taking a 10 a.m. breakfast, then what a one o'clock lunch, and then a dinner, and you just fuck off from the facility whenever you want? Seriously. Well, yeah, I mean, physiotherapy, it's always appointment-based, so if he's just like, I can't have appointments at breakfast, lunch, or dinner, <laughs> <laughs> all other hours are, I'm available. He's freewheeling. <laughs> uh, all right, okay, so he, he signs the documents, and yep. we learn about the referral connection, okay. Yep. So later she shows up to the dinner place that he mentioned as his go-to place because she wants to spy on him just to see how he conducts himself on these dates, to information gather, like, you are trying. I don't know how she thinks she can observe that from afar. And she also acts so weird, like she hides the menu in front of her face as if she's on some sort of reconnaissance mission that he couldn't possibly know about. 
and also seems to be embarrassed to be there. Uh, totally, it was very strange. She should be embarrassed. But why? If she's doing work for the case, it, that's an easy explanation. Yeah, but it's he, stupid. <laughs> yeah, it is, but it also, but it's, like, in this context, makes sense. <laughs> Your Honor, it's stupid. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself when you do stupid things. Yeah, I think that's how crazy. shame works. Um, is Does Wayans know she's there? He does not. No, so she wants to hide this from him for some <laughs> stupid reason. Yes, and so then cut to his date, the other side of the restaurant, and... So she had he had showed Rachel Lee the picture before the pro, of this forthcoming date, and she's like, she looks normal, and he's like, yep, too good to be true. So this man is defeatist, like we've already discussed, and don't you know it, the date has a lot of food restrictions and it has trouble with the menu. And as someone with current food restrictions, I felt like he was very hostile to her needs. Yeah. Well, yeah, did you feel attacked? I did. Yeah, well, that's not... Like, so what? So she has trouble with the menu. All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Your Honor, she had food restrictions. <laughs> yeah. And the judge is like, and? <laughs> so yeah. she's a write-off. Give me my money. That's insane. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, she was you like, have oh, a bunch of, yeah. So you have a bunch of food restrictions, and I also, like, I won't eat half the things on a menu because they're gross. They're, they're disgusting to me. So I have trouble with menus, too. No, but are we animals? Should we be put to pasture as undateable? No, no. People should be given money because they had to spend time with you. You see, that's what uh, that's what young Wayne's Jr. wants to happen. <laughs> he has a high bar. Like she's a little bit annoying about the menu. They okay. like they, you know, hype it. But ultimately, that she has food restrictions. Yeah, that's not enough. That's not enough. But anyway, maybe uh, Rachel Lee will see that. She doesn't see it because okay. the sleepy guy from her date spots her from across the restaurant and he calls over to her shouting Susan, which gets everyone's attention, including Dana Wayne's Jr. So she is caught out sitting at the at her table across the way. Sleepy guy approaches her and he says, I'm in my four hours of ingesting. And he's wasted because all he ingested was booze, not food. <laughs> which I guess was funny, but what was the point of that? Then she kind of helps him. She's like, you need to have a sandwich and you need to go to bed and kind of like heaves him upright. And then immediately after that, Wayne's invites her to join him because somehow his date has disappeared. Well, he sent her away after she uh, wouldn't order anything with gluten in it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So she's just gone. We don't see that happen. Maybe he got her. Does he get all his dates to sign his dossier uh, entry on them? (laughs) Can you just sign this to let um, my attorney know that everything I wrote here about you is true and that um, this is the reason why I don't value you as a human? And then you can go away. He must. Then you can go. Then you go. I'm paying the bill. So, so you know that all those things you couldn't order, I'll pay for them. (laughs) But they have a grand old time at their dinner. Wayne's and Ridgely cook. Um, really breaking down walls with each other, vibing a little bit. He walks her to her car, and this part made me feel seen. He's like, "How? why did you park so far away? And she says, valet? $12? I don't think so. Mm. Mm. Yep. Yes, and yes, <laughs> and also yes. Yeah. So during this long walk to her car, we learned that he used to be a pro baseball player, I guess, not famous enough to be swarmed at all times, but enough to have a quality nest egg. Yeah, I'd say that's the bulk of pro baseball players. How many, how many could you recognize on the street? 
Just Roberto Alomar. Just Roberto Alomar. <laughs> As it should be. Chris and I started off talking sports on this, and uh, we were talking about how Roberto Alomar is, um, well, the best, and basically encompasses at least half of our baseball memories. Wait, you yeah. really were talking about him before I came on? Yes. Yep, that, we were. That's synergy, yo. And it proves the point we were discussing earlier, that if you have a memory of baseball, it involves Roberto Alomar. <laughs> yeah, if you're from Toronto. Yeah, if you're from anywhere yeah, else. It tastes. If you're from anywhere else, you think of Sandy Alomar, his brother. <laughs> Not as good a player. Catcher, you're I think. You're a Padres fan. Catch it. Yeah, he was a Padre. <laughs> Sandy. I think it was Sandy Almar Jr. I think you're right. You're right. Okay, so their father was a Sandy. And Sandy Almar also played baseball, the senior. What a dynasty. Oh, okay. I believe in Damon Wayans Jr.'s <laughs> frivolous, yes, <laughs> but righteous lawsuit against. What's the name of this company that Heather Graham runs, and how come Heather Graham hasn't been in this movie yet? All in good time. I don't remember what the name of her big company is. Uh, it's not really emphasized because when they get to her building later, the it just says love guaranteed outside the building. Oh, wow. So, okay. I thought it would be something like a Viacom owning that app, but the app itself. She is... said it was a goop like organization. Yeah, it is. They don't name the they don't name that part of it. But she see. is like a lifestyle guru. And Love Guaranteed is a big enough app that it's the name on the building. Yeah. So they've reached like a Yelp-like level of dominance. I'm sure Tinder has a building. Oh, Tinder has an office like up my street. Signs right Several there. Several buildings. Tinder. And oh, yeah. Bumble is the uh, official. Every NBA jersey has one corporate sponsor on the jersey. The upper left corner, very prominent. And Bumble is the Clippers. That's Tinder. insane. Yeah. Didn't wait. Yeah, so he was a pro baseball player. But he tore his ACL and had to have PT himself, and it was such a good experience and helped him so much that he decided to train as one himself. So that's his Genesis story. I like it. It's beautiful. I think Owen Wilson played an ex-ball player in a movie one time, and I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Did you? Cool. I probably did, too. (laughs) I like Sam Malone. Oh, yeah. Sam Malone, I mean, ex-ball players, they have a certain vibe. It's a good vibe. Yeah. It really is. Tr- chill but masculine. Yep. Yep. So they get to her car, which is like a janky, I guess it looks like uh, what Herbie the car is. Two-door. A bug? Volkswagen bug? But like, I, I don't stretched out more. It's not as compact. A stretch a stretch, bug. a stretch bug, like a limousine, like a, a stretch, stretch, stretch bug. Stretch, bug. It's not like a limo, stretch but bug. a bug is really compact. So this is like the length of a normal sedan, but the inner body look of a bug, but old timey looking. And the door handle is off, so she has to take it from her purse and like affix it every time. So this thing is that's good security. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's because it doesn't stay on. You don't put a lock on the thing. You just don't. You just take the handle with you, and then no one can open the door. Yep. So I love that. She turns on the car. Tiffany blasts from it because she explains the tape deck has been stuck for thirty years. He pretends not to know who Tiffany is. They have a laugh. She's like, "I don't think you're serious, but I can't tell with you if you're joking." It was a bit of fun. Um, And then she asks, "How would you label me if this had been one of your dates?" 
And he says, I would label you the one I didn't see coming. Good line. That's a good line. <laughs> and uh, does she, does she, is she into it? Uh, I think she's inwardly titillated, but uh, plays it profesh. It's a strong line. His game has really improved since his opener of mime walk behind her while she's <laughs> making her coffee. Yeah. He's gotten better. So at the office, she gets a call from the head lawyer of Love Guaranteed asking her to come in for a settlement meeting. So she and Damon Wayans Jr. arrive for that. Like I said, the building is labeled Love Guaranteed. Inside the lobby are cardboard cutouts of the signature couple of the app. And Wayans complains and says, like, those are not real people. I mean, those are not a real couple. That's actors for sure. I'm confident of it. Um, Love Guarantee doesn't work. So then they go up into the conference room. What? Okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it's a marketing campaign. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And... Yeah, you've seen an ad before. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. How literal is this lawsuit going to be? <laughs> I'm really getting worried about this guy. Yeah, the lawsuit like, Do you know what happens in... Did you, know that, did you see Spider-Man? He's not real. Like, I know, man. I know. <laughs> you should sue him. Ooh, Spider-Man? Dude. Anyway, but yeah, I think he's got a case. Uh, <laughs> so they sit down at this big boardroom table. It's all males, including the lead guy. And then they buzzer, you know, they can have like a little buzzer thing in the center of your table mm-hmm. to summon Heather Graham. They're like, they're finally here. So then she emerges from a back door, uh, very like namaste style. She's like, please, everyone, get them some water. I import it from Peru. Love it. Power move, too, yeah. to be summoned when everybody else is already there. Yeah. And it's like this private door into her private chambers, basically. Oh. So during the course of the meeting, they offer a healthy hundred grand as a settlement, as long as Dan Wayans Jr. signs an NDA. Take Rachel- it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Rachel Lee Cook says, <laughs> we want the guarantee scrubbed from your fine print, and we want more money. And they say, this is not a negotiation. Oh, and they didn't want to sign the NDA. This is not a negotiation. Like, this is a hard offer, and we want to get this PR nightmare over with. So we don't really understand what you think this argument is. And then Waynes gives an impassioned speech about why he chose Mm -hmm. Rachel Lee Cook. It's because she's different and actually cares and doesn't want him to be silenced. And she says, yeah, we don't accept. We'll see you in court. Does she see, and she agrees with this. She yeah. agrees with oh, not yeah. accepting. Oh, yeah. What the hell are these people thinking? <laughs> <laughs> and they should have made it a class action. They would have made it make so much more sense. Yeah. Like and the that would have been chronic the... failure of the app is maybe It's the only thing. thing that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that's what I would have done with this movie is like, all looks lost. The case is going to fail. And then like Denise's phone is blowing up and it turns out all these other people want to like file the same suit and they're able to build a class action around it. Yeah. That, that would have been like my third act twist. That doesn't happen. Um, I, also, and I guess because he is all about the principle of it, he simply doesn't want this company. He's not really about the money. He simply doesn't want this company going around saying that they guarantee love. Like that really is what he wants. Yes. The demand to scrub the wording from the contract is also very class action like. It's like arguing for like societal change in a way or like policy. Yeah, but he's change. the only he's the only uh plaintiff in this case. 
Correct. It's nutty. It's one man trying to uh, change the system, you know? He's the last He's trying man. to change someone's business at the very least. And the, remove the fine print? That's actually just good advice. They should remove it. <laughs> yeah, but to make it a demand? But yeah, they definitely should. So then... This part was kind of funny. They give this impassioned speech and decline the offer, but then they have to wait for the elevator, which is, like, right there at the board table, boardroom yeah, table. This, this was in the trailer at the end, so I don't think Chris saw it because he didn't make it that far, but that was the end joke. That was their money joke in the trailer. Looking was. forward to it, guys. <laughs> Outside, she explains that she's always been this way, always been, you know, a vision quester for justice. She couldn't even watch The Fugitive with her parents at the theater because she was mad that the wrong man got convicted, and she just sat in the lobby angrily. And so he says, you've never seen The One-Armed Man? And she says, well, if that's a reference to The Fugitive, then no, I have not, which I also enjoyed. Oh, great. Great. That is good. It's a bit of yeah. fun, as they oh, say. That's good. Yeah. And one-armed man sounds vaguely sexual. You ever see the one-armed man? I don't know why. <laughs> it's a move that I do often with my sexual partners. It's called the one-armed man. I, I keep it between lunch and I dinner. I keep a journal of every time I've used it. I've Here documented it. it. I've, I, you check out my spreadsheet. I've done it 11 times in the last six months, but never through this app. I've never found love through this app. It's been through independent meetings, which I have dates for during non-meal times. <laughs> so back at the PT place, he's talking with Rodrigo, the older gentleman, complaining about the case and talking about how happy he is with Rachel Lee Cook's performance as his lawyer. And Rodrigo, the older man, accuses Wayans of only dipping into the shallow end of the dating world and not letting himself really dive in deeply to make a connection. And he says, yeah. well, what happens if I try that? And he says, well, you just have to try. You'll either sink or swim. And I yeah. actually, I was triggered by that because I think I'm guilty of the same. But isn't everybody guilty of the same kind of? I don't know. Well, you're not the plaintiff in this lawsuit. <laughs> no, so I'm that's not. one other difference <laughs> between you and Damon Wayans Jr. True. But this is, this is def what Rodrigo is laying down is definitely what Damon Wayans needs to be hearing because no one is more. No one is more guilty of anything than this guy not giving love a chance. That's the greatest crime that's been committed thus far. <laughs> yeah, they should be suing him. But in any case, Rachel Lee Cook learns they've been assigned a court date. So she mobilizes a little bit more into her research game and deep dives Damon Wayans Jr.'s old social media accounts and unearths a former ex named Ariana, played by a Battlestar Galactica alum. And she tracks her down and shows up at her home. She's a model and wealthy. And all she really gets out of Ariana is that she takes the blame for the breakup and says, we were together and, you know, I, I was the one who ended things and he never did me wrong. Um, and the breakup was just over two years ago. This part was crazy, too. Rachel Lee Cook says, oh, more than two years ago? Well, that predates the window of our suit. So I don't, I shouldn't be here. This isn't relevant. Mm, and you you take legal issue with that belief, with that understanding. Well, I don't know what she was trying to do. First of all, if they had been boyfriend and girlfriend, which they were, he wouldn't have been using the app. Correct. So he, why did you well, go there in the first place? He shouldn't have been. And and he wasn't. So was she was well yes. So was her visit her visit to Ariana was ostensibly a discovery visit like with the other people in that ariana might be a witness yes 
well, yeah, that's absurd. <laughs> or at least, or might like bring to light relevant information for her to pursue. It was nutty. Right. Cause if it's the latter, if it's more like character background, then that's okay. But then that means that there's no two year window on that. You can correct. You could have known Damon Wayans at any point in his <laughs> life and have valid information. Yes. Hmm. It's all very fraught. I think Rachel Lee was much more uh, on the ball in the previous case of Rodrigo versus the bus. I agree with you. But later, she texts Damon Williams Jr., you up? And he replies, are you trying oh. to booty call me? And she says, no, what? Because she doesn't know the lingo. And he says, Amazing. you've gone on two and a half internet dates. You haven't learned all the vernacular yet? Playfully, which I enjoyed. And he says, why are you still at the office? It's late in the evening. It's too late for you to be working. And she says, I don't know. It's just there's work to be done. So here I am. But if you're not into it right now, why don't we meet tomorrow? And he says, but that's Saturday. She says, and your point? So then they meet the next day, Saturday, for a parkside stroll. A parkside stroll, a.k.a. A meeting. Sort of, yes. Does she I... bring her laptop computer? She does not. Hmm. And, she, and yet she's trying to work. She's trying to obviously uh, follow up on some leads with him. Yep. And part of that follow up is her confessing that she met with Ariana and that she knows she overstepped, which I don't see why that had to be confessed. I don't know why she didn't tell him in the first place if she was working on his case. Nonetheless, the confession is made. He's OK with it. And he says he gives her a little bit more info. Uh, that Ariana was his fiance, and that she dumped him two months before the wedding was scheduled because Ariana had been cheating for months. Mm. So, a little nugget of info into David Wayne Jr.'s broken heart. Yeah. Uh, are they holding hands by the end of this discussion? No, they are not. Mm. I feel like this is the scene that is the middle picture of the three pictures on the poster. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it looks is. like they're strolling in right. Park. I think yeah. that's a Parkside Stroll vibe that they're putting down in that picture. And they're being real to each other, you know? Yeah. Just two people getting real. Getting raw. <laughs> Just getting, getting raw as hell. <laughs> that should have been the title of this movie. <laughs> raw as hell. So he escorts her home. Love guarantee, colon, raw as hell. <laughs> Wouldn't you have watched? I yes. would. I think it would have a different rating. It would probably be NC-17. Yeah, you guys would have watched, and I wouldn't. Topsy-turvy. So crazy, the power of a colon, you know? Love Guaranteed, Raw as Hell, starring Rachel Lee Cook. It's the most dominant of the grammars. <laughs> it really is. It's so assertive. It's like, I'm here, deal with me. It is. I mean, semicolon might look a little more beautiful, but that is passive-aggressive. Totally. Yeah, semicolons haven't made up their mind. A colon, it's like, what you read next is fucking it. This is it. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, I wouldn't even call it uh, passive-aggressive. I would call it aggressive-aggressive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The semicolon is the passive-aggressive. Yeah. And the colon is... The colon is, is all business. Yeah, it's, it's raw the as hell. aggressivest of all <laughs> punctuation. Yeah. Correct. The most dominant, as Sam said. Yeah. So... The most dominant. <laughs> it's the sadistic um, particle. <laughs> I mean, I respect yeah. it, but... It is assertive. Yeah. It's a little intimidating. As a like punctuation. Yeah. So he, he escorts her home. The sister's water has just broken. Excitement is ensuing. Rachel Lee Cook stays in their half of the townhouse to watch the sun, as planned. And Wayne's Jr. 
offers help. And she says, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. And he looks at the kid and he's like, this little guy? No problem. But then, of course, as soon as the parents are gone, the kid erupts into a demon child. And ultimately, Damon Wayans Jr. bribes him with ice cream. Classic. Okay. That's, uh, that's some beginner shit right there. Yeah. But the, but kid, the kid goes for it anyway, I guess. Kid goes for it. Rich Lee Cook's like, that's all it takes? Yeah. Yeah. She's, like, not very up on some pretty obvious shit. No, she's not. Kids like an ice cream, dude. Like, I, I mean, I'd be bribed with that successfully yeah. now. Yeah. She's only ever had her mind on one thing. Justice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what flavor is that? True. Anyway, they've had exa- an exhausting but fun experience with the nephew. As they recline, waiting for the parents to come home, or the dad to come home after the birth... He explains that any money that he gains from the lawsuit, he plans to contribute to the rehab facility to build a new children's wing because you wouldn't believe how many younger patients we get. She's deeply moved. Oh. Noble bastard. For the children. <laughs> yep. For the, won't somebody think of the children? <laughs> won't somebody think of the wording in this app's terms and conditions <laughs> also think of the children? Well, yes, the answer is yes, and that person is me, Damon Wayans Jr. (laughs) I will think of those things. The next day at the office, she acts very giddy. I found it weird because they hadn't didn't move that forward with the relationship for her level of giddiness. But then, and I think this is going to trouble you, the app, Love Guaranteed Lawyer, calls her and threatens to blow up her case. He says, you're not the only one who's been researching Damon Wayans Jr., Number one, I've placed a call to Ariana myself, and she's going to take the stand. And number two, I have pictures of your Parkside walk. He's Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But yes. also, what is what, they were walking. Yeah. They weren't holding hands. We've established that. No, they were not. I assume that also means they weren't, like, um, you know, getting handsy in the they bushes. They weren't Frenching. They weren't doing anything. And he says, the app only guarantees a love is found via love guaranteed it doesn't say that you have to be using love guaranteed therefore if rachel lee cook you and david wayans jr your client get together which you seem to be doing by this picture of you innocently walking in a park by a lake i didn't mention the lake it's a very you know case closed um then oh, there's you, a lake then yeah we're <laughs> done here yeah she's pregnant. defaulted your own case <laughs> So, um, wait, that's what the lawyer says. Is that your read or is that what the lawyer says? That's what he says. I'm with it. I feel like it might not hold up in court, but you got to make that phone call and threaten, threaten in those terms and on that scale when you got that sitting on the table in front of you. I mean, I guess juicy, those scandalous photos of Lakeside Park (laughs) walking. Exactly. (laughs) Your honor. Look at the lake. I'm sorry. Can I recap there? I, he he. The lawyer addresses whether love is found via the app versus outside of the app. He no, actually, no, but it's you and Dan Wayans know each other because of the app. Therefore, yep. it is via the app. It doesn't mean you have to be using the app's functions to meet to meet each other. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. Well, this lawyer is stretching. The app. So he's saying, a hey, number one. I have Parkside, uh, Lakeside Park walking photos of you. You guys are in love. So you guys love each other. Proof. My photos. <laughs> yeah. Number I'm... two, you were only in love because you met in 
through our app, even though not through the way it's supposed to work. The app but the app together. brought you together, and you're in love. So yes. your and, case, you're screwed. And you're a user of the app because you signed up. So you both mm-hmm. are users and met each other. And bound by the terms because they both accepted the terms and they conditions. Both terms and conditions. Yeah. Yes. It was insanity. So, and But she took it to heart. It. She was rattled. So later when Dan Wayans Jr. calls and says, I got a Fugitive DVD, but I just remembered I haven't had a DVD player in five years. Do you have one? She <laughs> acts aloof and he is sad. And later, with Rodrigo, he says, well, I tried. I guess I sunk. And she didn't get to see The Fugitive, which is the most upsetting part of all. (laughs) But she does stare wistfully out her window for the second time. This time, no rain. No rain. But still, um, the chenille throw and the the tea and whatnot. All of it, yeah. Sweatpants. I was floored. I was floored by the second windowing. This movie will go there. <laughs> it takes I hope you feel like you didn't know that you could do that, and now that you know that you can do that, you're considering how you could use it yourself. Yeah, the second I window. I didn't know that was a thing. Well, it is now. Precedence. <laughs> this is a legal film, and precedent has been set. So, you know, you can refer back to this. <laughs> yeah, this and, is I, like, and I will. This is like in Psycho when they killed the protagonist of the movie 20 minutes in. It blew everyone's mind. Yeah, I just didn't know. I didn't know the yeah. movie could do that. That's how We're living all. in a new world. <laughs> Two bay window, whimsical, wistful, uh, slow, slow shots. Yeah, Incredible. stare outs. I, I just never imagined a place for that. I was thrilling. So anyway, the trial starts and Rachel Lee Cook gives an opening statement about how he wanted to find love. He took it seriously, but the app is giving false hope, false hope and promises with their trade practices. The Graham side of things say that he didn't take it seriously. And that's what we're going to show. But, so then we have the three dates that she'd interviewed previously take the stand on his behalf. And all they say is that he was a perfect gentleman and they felt like he was trying... It makes no sense what they were testifying. Even one girl says, I couldn't have known what was in his heart, but I felt like I was well-treated. That's fair. You went on one date. Yeah, yeah that is fair. couldn't have known in his heart. Yeah. That is fair. But what isn't fair is what does that benefit this trial with? Well, I guess hmm, they're not saying they're helping Lainey Boggs' case because they're not saying he didn't try. They're not validating the uh, Heather Graham. They're not validating Love Guaranteed's claim that yeah. – fine that, that he's bad faith they're like no it seemed like he wanted to do the date i guess it's That's... crazy and then the, the but yeah fine and then the mute one with the parents like she finally says a few words and they clap the parents clap from the gallery it was it was really something so then does the do the dad and wayans have a moment they don't like, hey, so, so wasted such a wasted no. opportunity so yeah. then Rachel Lee Cook says, I think we should call Ariana as our witness because they're going to do it anyway, and this will at least kind of get ahead of their narrative. Yeah, so then Ariana takes the stand, takes all the blame for the relationship, and that didn't seem to do that much for the case either, but in the courthouse, he later thanks her, and she says, I wasn't going to say anything good about you initially. I was going to back the Heather Graham side of things because I did perceive this as a money grab. But now that I've seen what I've seen, which is you interacting with Rachel Lee Cook, I think. I know you do want to find love. It was nutty. Um, Graham's lawyer keeps yelling <laughs> for him to object. And he's like, I, there's, I don't, there's nothing to object to. So they, 
Heather Graham was in multiple days of trial without speaking. She just, they must have just shot her coverage in different outfits in like 30 minutes. Yeah, we've heard very little from Heather Graham or about Heather Graham so far. You we, you didn't really tell us about her as a character. I'm, I'm sensing that's because she didn't have much to do. No, she's in that one scene in the boardroom and she's at the trial, but just kind of sitting there at the, with her lawyer. She doesn't even testify. When Junior takes the stand, and this part stunned me. He's Ooh. and he's he's Laney's witness. Laney called him. Yes. Okay. And he just confesses because she asked him a couple low balls, softballs, mm-hmm. and then very immediately into this testimony, he says, "I did fall in love." Oh my god! And I fall in love with my lawyer, and then he starts giving a speech about how they it's so amazing to meet someone that actually gets you. He gets off the witness stand and walks to her, so they're standing face to face in the middle of the courtroom in front of everyone while he gives his speech. Um, and she reciprocates. We we think like she's into it. And then Graham's lawyer is shouting, um, excuse me, your honor, case dismissed. <laughs> Rachel e. Cook is a user of the app. Like, he just reiterates the thing that we went over before. Like, they are in love because of our app. Default uh-huh. of the case. We, we want a judgment on it. And Damon Wayans Jr. says, no need to rule a judge. I withdraw the claim myself. Jesus fucking Christ. And then they kiss, and everyone in the gallery, including the Chinese restaurant owner, Denise, Roberto, Rodrigo, the parents of the witness, they all erupt in applause. Whoa! Because <laughs> they were all anticipating, they could all feel it before he before he revealed his true feelings. Yeah, but also she would now be disbarred. <laughs> yeah, would she? Yeah, she's fine uh, with it though. He's got cash. I was thinking maybe she would be more forgiven. I mean, I was thinking, yeah, she's done some nuts, uh, just absolutely nuts things here. But I was thinking that she might be forgiven because her client is just like the craziest client ever. Yeah. Also, until she opens her mouth and reciprocates, she couldn't be disbarred. Yeah. She could open her mouth now and be like. After everyone stops clapping, you know, it quiets down a bit and they wait for her response. And she goes, sir, you're my client. I find this highly inappropriate. Yeah. And then sits down. That would have been fine. Your but honor. She, she doesn't do that. She kisses him back. I don't love you. Um, <laughs> I don't love you. I'm kissing you right now because you're my client. And I feel that it falls under a scope of service. <laughs> but I'm not happy about it. And we'll have to discuss this later. <laughs> yeah. He just drops the suit. I was thinking... I was thinking maybe the suit would continue because he still got his thousand dates in. She wasn't in the thousand. No, she wasn't. And not. let us go back to first. Let's go back to first principles. The fine print. Yeah, none of that happens. He just he doesn't even want it, it anymore. And, he doesn't, want, he doesn't yeah. even want it. And and now I'm assuming he'll get slapped with a bill for all the legal fees <laughs> and all everyone's time. Not even. So then Heather Graham comes up to them after everything is kind of wound down. Oh no, privately, no! And she says. I'll give you 250 grand to be the new couple. Yeah. Which then you could use toward the facility. If you both agree to become the new face of the app. Uh, That's why uh I made a point of the cutouts. Rachel Lee Cook says, well, we were going for a million 
which we would have gotten if we hadn't just revealed all that and tanked our own case. So <laughs> make it an even 500 and you have Whoa. yourself a deal. And Heather Graham agrees. This is um, to, to throw half and a mil legal at. Fees. Legal fees too. And legal fees. Yeah. To throw. So let's say let's add another hundo thousand on top then. Yeah. To throw 600 G's at this. That means this app is extremely successful. <laughs> yeah. This app is raking it in. Yep. Oh, so yeah. They agree. They kind of look at each other and like for the children, it's a lot of money, but why would they want to be the face of this app that he's still in theory <laughs> believes yeah. is false. Like none of what he didn't... was upset about was resolved. It only it... technically delivered her to him. It didn't do what it was supposed to do. No. If what he believed was that it was fraudulent, is the case? It's it still is the still case, the case. Yeah. And like, but all he doesn't you care need anymore. is <laughs> from Heather Graham's side, all you need is two attractive people looking at each other kind of pleasantly to be your spokespeople. No, she wants Why? their story, which is insane. She wants the story. She wants she the, the rights of the story. She wants the people that sued her <laughs> yeah. to become her spokespeople. Maybe that's actually the most gangster shit ever. She like, is the most gangster move. shit. That's power yeah. stance. Yeah, that's a power move. Heather Graham won. Heather Graham won everything. I agree. So then they leave the courthouse. Rachel Lee Cook asks Damon Wayans Jr., well, what should we do now? And he says, jokingly, anything but a first date, the end. And then as the credits roll, we see their cutout. And the text beside the cutout is, the one I didn't see coming. There's that's no uh, post credit scene of them watching The Fugitive? Watching The Fugitive, yeah. I'd have to go back. I press stop at this point. Exceptionnel, c'est excellent, sensationnel, c'est merveilleux. 